The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, August 26th edition. Got a fun nine-game slate on tap for you on Thursday. Hope everybody had a great Wednesday night of action. Lots of fun. Edward Cabrera was good. Got left out there a little too long. Didn't get the strikeouts we were hoping for, which was quite surprising. But, um, you know, the Nats' little kind of contrarian angle worked worked okay on that one. Red Sox were a dud. The uh, the Twins were okay. If you got the right pieces of the puzzle, like Polanco kept saying, play Polanco, play Polanco. Monster game from Jorge Polanco. So enjoy that discount while you can. Lots of good stuff going on as a whole out there. The Angels Orioles just continue to be just runs galore, which is what we love to see. So lots and lots of fun on that 10-game slate, but nine games for you on a Monday. Make sure you check out me on Twitter at BDentrick. If you've got questions, hit me up there or in the Fantasy DJ and Slack chat. And check out my written content at rotoballer.com. On Thursdays, I write the free DraftKings DFS article with the picks over there. Also, if you want to become a premium member, we've got the NFL Draft Kit coming up. As draft uh, season is ramping up in full force, the final weekend of preseason football on tap. If you want to become a premium member, use promo code Bubba, B-U-B-B-A, to get 10% off your package of your choice over there at rotoballer.com. You can also watch this podcast on Rotoballer's YouTube channel. It streams live the night before, and you can watch it on uh, basically record at any time over at the Rotoballer YouTube channel. Just subscribe, like, give the old thumbs up on that one as well. Also, check out pricepicks.com. Great way to play DFS meets prop bets. Lots and lots of fun. Tons of different sports, anywhere from two to five picks to place your bets. You can do um, basically power bets where all have to hit, or you can do kind of flex bets where like you know two of three, three of four, stuff like that have to hit to, to at least make a little bit of money back. So those are always fun as well. And if you're new to Price Picks, just go to the app or um, go online at PricePicks.com. Use promo code Bubba B U B B A when you create your account to get a free first time deposit bonus up to one hundred dollars. Go check that out at PricePicks.com. Last couple bits of news here. If you could give a rate and review to the podcast, MLB DFS Quick Hits, I would truly appreciate it. And for you season-long fantasy baseball players, go check out Benched with Bubba. Coming at you Tuesdays and Thursdays on Tuesday, this past Tuesday, episode 396 with Scott Chu of Pitcher List was a blast. And on Thursday, I had Brent Hershey, one of the big dogs over at Baseball HQ. So it should be a lot of fun there for your season-long fantasy baseball entertainment. All right, nine-game slate. Let's break it on down for you. It should be a fun one. On Wednesday, a lot of good pitchers. Thursday, not so much. The totals we have for now, you got Cardinals, or you got uh, D-backs, Phillies, 8.5, Cardinals, Pirates, 9, Twins, Red Sox, 10, 
Giants, Mets, eight and a half. Rangers, Indians, nine and a half. Nationals, Marlins, seven and a half. Dodgers, Padres, eight. Yankees, A's, eight and a half. Royals, Mariners, eight and a half. So decent totals, a couple big ones, as you'd expect in certain matchups. Let's get crack-a-lack and pitching on this slate. Your big dog is Max Scherzer, 10-4 at the San Diego Padres. Worth every single penny. He's been outstanding as a member of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Last two starts, five or more innings, two runs or less, seven or more Ks. He's been a strikeout machine all season. You know he's good for a home run majority of the time, but he's also good for 20-plus points, which in this era of baseball, it's nice to be able to just pencil in that 20-point upside. So Scherzer, 10-4 against the San Diego Padres. Great play, cash game play. Enjoy. Chris Sale at 10-2 is a nice little pivot off of Scherzer if you like. The Twins offense has been sneaky good, but Sale has been outstanding since coming off the IL. The only caveat, he's gone five innings in both starts, two run runs or less, 13 total strikeouts. Great. Ground ball to fly ball has been outstanding. He went through 71 pitches his last time. He threw 89 the time before. He faced 20 batters in both starts. It's the only concern I have. He's gotten over 21 DK points in both starts. He's been great. Absolutely outstanding. And you get a Minnesota team that's striking out 24.5% of the time versus lefties, hitting 20, 222 with a 105 ISO and an 88 WRC plus over the last month in August, in the month of August, first left-handed pitching. So I don't mind Chris Sale. I think he's very good. I think he's more of a GPP play than a cash game play, just knowing that the Red Sox are kind of still babying him along. And that's kind of strange to me because they let him go six-plus innings in his rehab, but they're still being very, very careful with him, which I get. He's their prized possession. They want him for 2022 and beyond. But uh, you kind of need to, to get him there because they're kind of scuffling to get to the playoffs. So Sale, really strong play, tournament only. Scherzer, outstanding play, cash and tournament on both sides. Now we drop down to Alex Wood, 8700 bucks at the New York Mets. The Mets offense is a continues to scuffle. Wood's been was outstanding early, earlier in this year, really had some rough times in the middle. Last couple starts, looks like the Alex Wood of old. Five innings or more in each start. Two runs or less in each start. Six Ks or more in each start. That's the Alex Wood we knew and grew to love. Now he gets the New York Mets again, striking out nearly 24.5% of the time versus lefties. 210 average, .059 ISO, and 65 WRP plus versus lefties in the month of August. That is outstanding. So give me some Alex Wood at 8,700. Eliezer Hernandez, 7,600 bucks at home against the Miami Marlins. He didn't have the best of outings at Cincinnati. It's great American small park. We talked about it. We didn't want to use him in that start. That's how it works. Prior to that, he came off the IL, five and a third, four hits, one earned, was a solo shot, four Ks for 14.4 points, 82 pitches in that outing. He got chased early for 68 pitches at Cincinnati. I'd imagine he's good for 80 to 90 pitches yet again, 7,600 bucks going up against the Washington Nationals, a team that I like little pieces of it, especially the value we've talked about, but they also strike out a lot. 22% K rate in the month of August, 256 average, 98 WRC plus for right-handed pitching. So if you want to get weird in a tournament and you're looking for some savings, Eliezer Hernandez at 76 is in play. Tournament only with Eliezer. Cheaper plays like you say, Kikuchi at 73 coming off an absolute debacle in his last start against the Kansas City Royals. Team not striking out a ton uh, against lefty 17.2% of the time in August. They are hitting 276, but no power. 0.96 ISO, 92 WRC+. plus. So if you want to go Kikuchi and hope for a nice rebound spot at virtually no ownership at 73, all about that life in a tournament. I totally get it. Otherwise, the only other option I'm looking for, if you just go full yellow in this one, Brad Keller, Kansas City Royals at the Seattle Mariners. Keller did this to us last year. He strung us in. He hit. He pitched a great season last year. And right now, going back to July 4th, he made one, two, three, four, five, six, eight starts, 18 or more DK points in six of those eight starts. He's gone six or more innings 
in six of those eight starts. Quality starts in all six of those starts. Five Ks or more in most of those starts. He's been great. Really, really good. A couple scuffles, but you're paying fifty two hundred dollars. Like you're you're getting the discount of a guy that's got twenty point upside. Like he's putting up numbers like fantasy points wise, not like quality wise. Fantasy points wise, that right now Alex Wood, Chris Sale, even Max Scherzer, because Max Scherzer hasn't been breaking the thirty point barrier in a while. He's Keller's putting up those same fantasy numbers. That's the goofy thing about playing DFS. You can get some weird stuff going on. Brad Keller checks that box. Could he get shelled? Oh, definitely. But he's facing the Seattle Mariners. The team striking out 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching, hitting 229. A little bit of pop, 170 ISO, but a 100 WRC+. plus. They are league average versus left-handed pitching in the month of August. So if if Keller can go out there and give you another six innings or so, three earned runs or less, five-plus Ks at 52 hundo, sign me up. So recapping your pitching, you got Scherzer at 10-4, top play on the slate, GPP, cash game viable, boom. Chris Sale, 10-2, is an outstanding play. Just realize they're kind of babying along. It's going to be interesting, but really good GPP play. It's still at 10-2. Alex Wood at 87, like him a ton in tournaments. Eliezer Hernandez at 76 in tournaments. You say Kikuchi at 73 in tournaments to be super low owned. Hope for that bounce back upside play. We know Kikuchi can be. And then Brad Keller at 52. I'm almost willing to use Brad Keller in cash with Max Scherzer and then just get all the bats you want. I'm real tempted to do that. If you don't want to use Keller in cash, I would probably go to Alex Wood in cash. This doesn't leave me feeling all warm and fuzzy. I'll be honest about that. So um, those are your pitchers on this slate. All right, let's get to the bats on this wonderful nine-game Thursday slate for your catcher's position. If you're fading Kikuchi, Sal Perez is great. He's up to 55 hundo now, but he hit home run number 34 on the season on Wednesday. The dude is ridiculous. So if you're going to pay up for a catcher, it's good old Salvi. Otherwise, you're going down into the 4K range. You're probably dropping not even far like Dalton Varsho is still only 39 hundo going into Citizen Bank Park now. Very hitter-friendly ballpark. Uh, going against Zach Eflin, who's coming off the IL. Eflin had a home run problem before we went on the IL. We'll see what they do with him after this. Their bullpen's been sketched. So Varsho at 39 is still a really good play if you want to go that route. Some other cheapies, though, if you're going um, to just punt the position like we like to do from time to time, you can scroll. Maybe Austin Jackson gets to start for Miami. Going up against Patrick Corbin at 27. That's got a little bit of viability for you there. Uh, Barrera, if you're fading um, uh, Eliezer Hernandez, he's 2300 bucks. Don't mind that. Austin Hedges at 23. He went deep on Wednesday. I liked him in a, a Cleveland stack for value. He can be in play for you. Riley Adams is a guy I like to use for Washington. He's 2200 He's been great value time and time again. So you do have some value catchers if you want to punt the position. Otherwise, you pay up for the Varsho at 39 or the Salvia at 55 Both quality, quality plays. First base position, you got Max Muncy at 56. If you want to fade you, Darvish, you can. I think there's other ways to go about it. Matt Olson at 51 versus Jameson and Tyon. Tyon's been very good. You could almost go with Tyon in a tournament if you want. I'm kind of avoiding that, but you can because the A's bats are very hit and miss. Olsen does like to hit uh, hit righties hard. Tyon gets hit hard by lefties. Recipe for success. We'll see. So that's not bad. But Paul Goldschmidt, two dongs on Wednesday. Gets Mitch Keller, who was supposed to pitch Wednesday. Got moved to Thursday. We're back on it. Mitch Keller is not very good, folks. So St. Louis stack is in play. Goldie at 48, like that one quite a bit. If you're not using Eliezer Hernandez, Josh Bell, he went deep on Wednesday. He makes for a nice value at 4,100 um, against Eliezer. If you're not using Brad Keller, Ty France has been white hot of late. He's 4K. So like, if you're not using Keller, you can get a mini Seattle stack if you want, and France would be a part of that stack for sure. Going down below 4K now, you can go call him Moran versus Miles Mikolas at 3800 bucks. Mikolas, massive pitch-to-contact guy, making his like third start off the IL. Hasn't been overly dominant. We talked about him on the last bench with Boa Scott Chu as a guy that's picked up in a lot of NFBC leagues and doesn't really like attract us at all. It's, it was a weird, weird ad and um, not good for Mikolas. So Colin Moran at 38 can definitely be a guy to, to look at as well. If Bobby Dahlback gets to start for Boston, 
Always tournament only, and our good buddy Johnny Gant making the start for Minnesota. They'll probably go three or four innings and get Minnesota bullpen, but Dahlbeck at 35 in tournaments. I can see the appeal. Paven Smith, uh, first base outfit eligible for the D-backs. He went deep on Wednesday. He's 33 versus F1, so if you're stacking Arizona, always cheap pieces in Arizona. Paven Smith would be one of them to look at. If you're fading Chris Sale, and it's also like we've talked about with Minnesota a lot lately, is like you're fading Pavetta, you're fading, but you're also fading the Boston bullpen, which has not been great. And so if Sale's only going five innings, that's four innings of Boston bullpen. Miguel Sano hit the longest home run in baseball. It's like 495 feet on Wednesday. He's 3200 bucks for his Chris Sale and that bullpen. So you got to take the whole picture into, into view and, and see how that one looks. Luke Voigt will be back. Like, I'm a James Caprillion fan. Like that New York-Oakland game, I'm just pretty much fading it because I love Caprillion. I respect what Tyon's doing. Kind of like both offenses. It feels like a 4-2 to type game, which really helps not many people unless the ace goes 7 and the bullpen blows it. So Voigt's at 31. If you want to go there, you can. I'm probably focusing elsewhere on this slate. Could bite me in the butt. We'll see. Uh, some cheaper options at the first base position. Nathaniel Lowe is swinging a really good bat. He's 2800 bucks for his henches. If you're looking to fade henches, which is usually a recipe for success. Uh, Christian Walker's 2600 bucks, swinging a little hot bat as well for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yu Chang had a big, big Wednesday for the Cleveland Indians. He's first base, third base eligible. 2200 for Jordan Lyles. If you want to keep riding that train, if you're stacking Cleveland, like we always talk about, it's a Metrosario, it's J Ram, it's Franmo. Franmo went deep on Wednesday, but they had the pieces like um, Zimmer sometimes, uh, Straw sometimes. Now you got Chang in the mix. Like there's pieces you can mix and match to make it a deeper stack if you want. I usually just stick to the three man. Uh, Austin Hedges is the guy. I actually had him in my four man today, but you can mix and match in those regards. Uh, second base, Trey Turner at 54, worth a look pretty much all the time, but with Merrifield at 49. Uh, he went deep again on Wednesday. He's just a phenomenal play time and time again. He's getting priced up finally. It wasn't too long ago we were talking on the show about how cheap he was. That's kind of getting fixed. But he's a good play. Kiki Hernandez at 47 if you're stacking um, the Red Sox is in play. Same with Josh Rojas, second base outfield for the D-backs. He's one of the pricier D-backs pieces, but he's worth a look as well. Uh, some cheaper plays, though. Tommy Edmond leading off for uh, St. Louis at 42. Definitely uh, on the agenda if you're stacking up St. Louis against Mitch Keller, which is a smart thing to do. But our boy... Corey Polanco, second base shortstop eligible, is down to 3,400 again, hitting third or fourth, continues to put up double-digit game after game after game. I respect the snot out of Chris Sale. Again, though, probably going five, maybe six innings max. That's one or two more at-bats for Polanco versus that bullpen. So 3,400 bucks, that's a good value play if you want to be contrarian because no one's going to roster him. People aren't going to roster the Twins unless they're on full fade sale, not doing the whole picture of the bullpen like we've been talking about. Other than that, at the position, not a ton of value that stands out right out the gate unless you're just kind of getting really freaky with your team. Third base, Devers, 6K versus Gant. I, I, he was like my home run call on Wednesday. It means he'll go deep on Thursday, so have fun. Uh, J-Ram at 59 is a great play versus Jordan Lyles. I like that quite a bit. Uh, but you can go cheaper, like Arenado's 55. If you're going full St. Louis stack, sure. But uh, I usually fade Arenado because he tilts me to no end. Uh, Kyle Seeger at 41, though, is a good value if you're not using Brad Keller. Talked about you could put Seager with like a, a Ty France and a couple other guys at a very affordable price point. Uh, Travis Shaw, first base, third base for Boston. It's a nice value at 3700 Hitting seventh or eighth, but it's a good wraparound piece, affordable wraparound piece. Uh, he, he could get, definitely get to John Gant. Josh Donaldson at 33 Again, if you're doing that little Minnesota action like Snow, Donaldson, Polanco, all super affordable. So keep that one in mind. Uh, going down below 3K, though, like Hunter Dozier, Rivera for Kansas City. If you, if you are on the fade Kikuchi train, which – I'm usually not because he is better than he was. Uh, Yu Chang at 22, again, first base, third base eligible, is a very nice value. A uh, shortstop position on this slate. You got Bogarts at 58. Uh, don't mind that one bit at all. Frankie Lindor, struggle bus supreme. 
But uh, Chisholm at 44, like that one, talked about him many times. Miguel Rojas at 42, leading off likely or hitting second for Miami against Patrick Corbin. That's in place. Same with Ahmed Rosario at 42, just keeps hitting everything. So two good plays there with Rojas and Rosario at 42. Other Rosario a little more. Don't mind Rojas, though, because our boy Corbin's pitching always on the fade train. So 100% with you there. Uh, Nicky Lopez versus Kikuchi. But again, Jorge Polanco, 3,400, second base shortstop. Pick your poison. Probably second base because I like some of these other shortstops, but he, he's just a great value at 3,400. Like, he's going to have some down nights, but overall, if you just look what he's doing right now, just a continual monster at the plate. So I like what I'm seeing a lot from him. Heading to the outfield on this one, I mentioned Harper could go deep on Wednesday. He went deep, so he's 6,400 versus Zach Gallon. Don't mind that at all. Same with Juan Soto at 56. That's a good value versus Eliasar. But Franville at 55 is great. He went deep. You can always go with Starling Marte if you want. He's just a, a just does it all. Scores runs, steals bases. He just racks up counting stats left and right. Cattell Marte at 49. Love him versus Eflin. Schwarber at 48. Renfro at 47. I like Schwarber a little more versus Gant. Both really solid plays if you're stacking up Boston. Um, going down cheaper plays. Uh, Yastrzemski at 41 is not a bad tournament play. Brian Reynolds versus Mikolas at 4K is a very good value on this slate. Very good value. Probably put up double-digit points against Mikolas. So I like that quite a bit. Dalton Varsho at 39. Talked about him. Um, Brandon Nimmo does hit lefties okay if you're fading wood. I'm just not there. Max Kepler hits lefties fine. He's 37 versus sale, but you're again focusing on the bullpen in that game, so doesn't really matter. Alex Verdugo is only 35 versus Gant. That's a nice value. Dylan Carlson's back. He's 33. Paven Smith, 33. So there are a couple nice cheaper plays as well. If you are fading Alex Wood, Dom Smith hits lefties great. He's 3,200. So he's someone to circle. But another great value has been cash game viable. Uh, Dire work asked me in the, the Slack chat, uh, who would you like in cash between David Peralta? And I can't remember who it was. It's a David Peralta monster game again. He's been very productive. He's up to 3,100, though. He's been cheaper for the last few games. But 3,100 versus Eflin, still very nice value for David Peralta uh, in your lineups tonight. Going below 3K now. Uh, we're going to have some down here. Like, Casey Sanchez versus Corbin play doesn't get the start because he's lefty-lefty, but what we'll the have to see because that is a, guy, a nice price point at 2700 because we hope Corbin doesn't go long. That's part of the fun there um, in, in that matchup. Most of our usual usual value looks like they had the night off, which is very intriguing, but there are a few down here I know we're going to get to. Uh, ben Gamble at 24, you can go there, but my boy Yadiel Hernandez went deep for us at 2200 bucks on Wednesday. He was less than 3% owned. He's 2400 on Thursday. Definitely in play if you're not using all these. Hernandez, love me some Yadiel as, as a discount. If Lars Newtbar cracks the lineup, he's 22 for the Cardinals. Lane Thomas likely leading off for Washington is only 22 versus Eliasar. So Lane Thomas is 22, Yadiel is 24. I prefer the Yadiel. Both great values. You compare them with uh, with Soto and like Josh Bell, and it's still super cheap. If you want to go something like that, that's an angle you could take as well. And there's probably a few more down here, but we'll wait and see for the lineups. Recapping your pitching, Scherzer, 10-4. Cash is your cash lock, cash and tournament viable. Chris Sale at 10-2 is a great play, just low. They're, they're limiting him right now. Five innings is both starts. No more than 80 pitches. Uh, eventually, they're going to let the, the the leash off, but we'll have to see when that is. He's 10-2. Great tournament play. I don't really trust him for cash just yet. Alex Wood at 87, definitely a play. I could see little cash viability there. Prefer him in tournaments only. There's not a lot of good SP2s in cash on this slate, so Wood would probably be my guy for now. Like I didn't mention really like Tyon and Caprillion. They're tournament viable, but I'm kind of avoiding that game, like I mentioned. Eliezer Hernandez in tournaments at 76. You can go that way. Kikuchi in tournaments at 73. I like that quite a bit. And then I'll be looking at Brad Keller as a punt at 52. I think he's a very, very viable punt on this slate at 5,200 bucks, like we talked about earlier. If you're stacking it up, St. Louis versus Pittsburgh, Goldie, Edmund, my top two. O'Neill's had the last couple days off, so keep an eye on that. See what the rest of the lineup looks like. But Goldie and Edmund would be two really good plays in that St. Louis stack. Don't mind Arizona going up there against Eflin, coming off the IL. 
Marte, Rojas, Varsho, uh, Peralta, Pavin Smith's cheap. You got some options in that lineup. Don't mind a little Washington versus LEA star if you're not using him. Uh, Soto, Yadiel, Lane Thomas, Josh Bell. Good looks for you in that one. Minnesota, Boston, stack them both up. Be contrarian with Minnesota, starting with Jorge Polanco, Donaldson, Sano. And then Boston's a great play versus Gantt, the usual suspects in that one. Um, Texas and Cleveland, I don't mind a little Cleveland exposure versus Jordan Lyles. Fading um, Hinches is never a bad move from Texas, but you just, the stacking Texas is just a headache. But uh, Cleveland's usual suspects are Med Rosario, Franmel, J-Ram, the mix and match pieces around it we've talked about on the show. And uh, last but not least, you could go KC versus Kikuchi if you prefer. Otherwise, I'm kind of good there. So that wraps it up, folks. Nine games on a Wednesday or Thursday for you. Should be an absolute blast. Again, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. If you have any questions, join me in the free Fantasy DJ and Slack chat to help you guys out as well. Check out rotoballer.com. My written content on Thursday is the free DraftKings art- picks article. And also become a premium member. We got more season-long baseballs, DFS baseball. We got the NFL season crank around up. They have the NFL draft kit and all that good stuff. And when you buy like the NFL package, you get DFS and season-long all-in-one. Use promo code Bubba, B-U-B-B-A, to get 10% off the package over there. Also, go check out pricepicks.com, download the app, and use promo code Bubba, B-U-B-B-A, when you create your account to get a first-time deposit bonus up to $100. Give a rate and review to the podcast, MLB, DFS, Quick Hits, and Benched with Bubba, and that'll do it, folks. Good luck on your Thursday. I'll be back with you guys on Friday for a full slate of action. But this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, August 26th edition. I'm out. 